I don't have much to say. You all heard such beautiful words, a whole Shabbos, eloquent and beautiful. And I hope that we're going to go home with a lot of uh, practical, practical chizik. First of all, of course, I want to thank all the people who put in effort into this amazing, amazing Shabbos. Unbelievable. You know who you are. Actually, we could say the Kol Machla is the Kol Machla Shesamti B'Mitzrayim. The Ebesha sometimes puts people in Meitzarim, in boundaries. And the Ebesha should take all of you out of the boundaries that you are in and your families. Like we say, Men HaMeitzar, Karasi Ka, sometimes we get to the Meitzar, to the end. And you're walking and you're stuck, you can't go any further. We ask Hashem, Anani Ba'merchavcha. Debsha should give us an extension to be able to break out of whatever is holding us back in our lives. And certainly everybody who lifted a finger in any way for such a chizik of this Shabbos, Debsha should help you. You should all see tremendous Yeshuas. The entrance ticket to come to this Shabbaton is very tired, very expensive ticket. And I was looking around Shabbos and I was looking at Baruch Hashem the chizik that you were all getting. But for me, when I look around at all of you, I know all of your pain, all of your stories, the stories that you share in group and the stories that you don't share in group. And it's painful for me. I was happy for the for the chizik that you all have. But I know that after this little vacation is up, you all have to go back into mamish, into battle, each one of you. And you're battling tremendous, tremendous nesiyonis, tremendous, tremendous challenges, tremendous pain, that no matter how much chizik we give you, at the end of the day, you go back home, and it's you against your challenges. And I hope that you'll hear the voices of the many people in the room and all the speakers, and I'll give you the chizik to be able to stay focused. I just want to tell you all, I'm, I'm so proud of you. The, the amazing growth that you have, you're on the cutting edge, the cutting edge of Klal Yisrael, and you have to deal with not only figuring out what's right and what's wrong, but a lot of other things that are difficult to make it confusing and challenging to, to do what's right. And in the face of all of these things, you're standing up to save your children's lives in every way that we know how. It's an interesting and painful sugya. It's a sugya where there are people who have no solutions and they question those who do have solutions. I always get challenged. It's part of the deal, I guess, that I signed up for somehow. I'm not sure when when I did that. And somebody told me, Avi, I have a lot of kashas on you. You're mahalach, I have a lot of kashas. I said, hold on. I just, let's take a deep breath. We have a big problem, right? Families come to me, their kids... You, you acknowledge that we have a crisis. Oh yeah, big crisis. Terrible what's going on. I said, okay, what's your solution? I have no solution. I said, oh, so I have no kashas on you. If you have no solution, nobody has a kasha. If you have a solution, that's when everybody comes with the, with the kashas. So we have to remember that we are not lost and we are not confused. We have clarity. 
we understand what we need to do. And the people asking questions are because they don't even have an answer. At least we have an answer. And we're doing the best that we know how to do. Like I always say, if anybody out there has a better solution, sign me up. I'll go to the training that they have. We'll sit at their feet. We'll learn what they have to offer. If somebody has a little bit more of an easier way, a cheaper way, a faster way, I'll be the first person to sit by their feet. We're always looking for better solutions. We're always looking for a better way to win. A lot of the other solutions are not the solution to have your child at that chuppah that we're dreaming of. There's solutions on how to lose your children. And a lot of times I tell parents who call me that don't come to me. And I tell them about 90% of the calls I don't take because they're not, Baruch Hashem, they're not bad enough. And they say, so who should we go to? And I give them a list of people and I tell them, you just make sure that you tell them that their job is to make sure that you never need to come to me. And you make sure that you never pay anybody to teach you how to lock your kid out of the house. You can do that on your own for free. And that's what's happening. There's a battle. A battle over Yiddish Nishamis, Mamish like never before. Battles are being waged. I was in the psych ward visiting someone. I just want to be clear. They let me out after a week. They finally realized that and every psych ward is full of Jewish kids. Yiddish Kindalach. You can scream out like in like in like the story after the Holocaust, Shema Yisrael, and you'll hear Yiddish speaking people in every psych ward. The psych wards are full of Yiddish Kindalach that don't belong there. I don't think out of three hundred plus families that we've ever had any kid sent against their will to the psych ward because of violence. We never called Hashomrim. Never. Never called Hatzalah because of fighting at home. We never sent a kid to boot camp. We never needed to. Almost all the organizations that are out there in Klal Yisrael, we don't need. We carry our children ourselves because nobody can save your kid like a tati and a mommy. And there's nobody that can replace them. And I've seen the devastation of the children who don't have TP parents. Kids who are dying, kids who want to die, kids who are killing themselves, overdosing because they'd rather be dead than alive. And you ask your kids, when you're close enough, they'll talk to you about their friends, their friends who you don't see in group, and their friends whose parents are doing other things. Halavai, it should work. But you know their pain. All of you have little little homes of little light in this world that you have your kids' friends that come over. You have access to all of these kids. You get close to them. You see how sweet they are. You see how nice they are. You see how holy they are. And once you get past the exterior, once you can get past the smoke and mirrors, you'll see the neshamas of these kids that are teaching us so much about life teaching us so much about Hashem. They really are our role models. It's just so twisted that unless you can get past the exterior, you can't learn the lessons that we're meant to learn and why we, Klal Yisrael, has to go through this Klaliistic general Nisayan for our growth. And you parents have to really change. 
I mean this because I see parents that change for their kip, but they don't change for their kiwis, kids with issues, and they don't change for their healthy kids who need their support and their love. They don't change for their spouse or their mother-in-law. I put her last, but still, eventually you got to get there. When we change, then we start realizing, if I'm not going to judge the kid with tattoos, why do I judge the guy in shul who annoys me so much? We've gone to the end. Like I always say, I love kids off the derech. The ones on the derech, I'm not so crazy about. Once we can accept those kids who are the greatest challenges, why are we still so tough and rough and judgmental about the ones who are just different than us? Why does someone have to go off the derech to get some love and attention and the benefit of the doubt? Rav Shimon spoke about rebuilding the trust, which is a big topic of ours. We have such trust issues in our kids who are from and they don't believe that Tati and Mami would die for me. They don't believe that we believe in them. And we're living in a dar which is sick. We have so much emotional pain in our dar. Mamash a holocaust. A holocaust from the inside. A self-esteem crisis from all ages of people that Mamash don't feel like they're worth anything. And like a kip friend of mine told me, whose parents are not in TP. If my tati and my mommy can't love me, that means I'm not lovable, and that means I'm not worth anything. And he tried to kill himself the next week. We're playing for keeps. So I ask you to use your training that you know works. If we can turn around the kids who are so far away, we can turn around those that are much closer. Change yourself. And each of you should be a shliach. Because out there, not in this room, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of families that are struggling and suffering with all kinds of things that you already know how to fix. So everybody should consider becoming a shliach. A shliach to go and spread some light into a very dark world. To reach out to those people you don't have to convince them. You don't have to tell them. Just show by example and show them that there are ways that are different than the typical training that we're getting from the therapists, which comes from the Goyim. Even from therapists, they train in a college, in, a, in the professionals. And who's teaching them how to deal with the children? The professors. And how does he know what to do? From research. Who were the research? Who was it done on? Not kids from Williamsburg. Not our kids. They're taking research done. Imagine that they would do this with uh, bacteria infection. Oh, it worked in Africa. Yeah, but it doesn't work in New York. They're taking research on how to deal with kids who grow up. Those kids did not get $150,000 of tuition put into them. Those kids don't have families, mishpachas and cousins and neighborhoods and communities like our kids did. When our kids are breaking, we know something broke them. They're not schlecht. They didn't become bad. They didn't become rishayim. They don't have a problem that Hashem, by accident, when he made the children, oops, too much pepper. Oh, so much taiva. Hashem just he was looking at something else. Taiva, taiva, taiva. That's not what we're dealing with.
That's not what we're dealing with. And you parents know that. Because when you get your kids back, you see how strong they are. We have so many kids today who are Shemitah Mitzvahs from our group. People don't understand that. Almost all. We have 77 TP kids today, Shemitah Mitzvahs. Isn't that amazing? So make a cheshvan. We have over 300, and it takes many years. From the first 80, 90 kids, almost all are from. And you know what that means? Nobody came to me for the kids to be from. I'm not Eishat Torah. They came to me because the kids were in a matzah of pikuach nefesh, and the last time I checked, in order to be from, I think you have to be alive. Some, sometimes by davening it's not so clear, but pretty much you have to be alive. That means that these kids are alive. And believe on her, we never had a suicide. And they're not on medication. And they're not on drugs. And they got clean almost all of them without rehab. Only a small percentage end up needing rehab. And after all of that, when your parents carried you through the darkness, when your parents didn't give up on you ever and judge you wrongly, then of course you're going to want to be like them. Who else are you going to want to be like? And that's why they want to be like us. And that's what's working. And that's the miracles that we see. We just need a lot of patience because every parent says, how do I know my kid will be like that? And we don't. We wait and we daven, we wait for miracles. But we see that with Kirv, if we follow what the Baal Shem Tev and the Chazanish told us, then it's going to work. And the theme of the Shabbos, which is the theme of our entire work, is V'nafshay Kshira V'nafshay. In English, V'nafshay Kshura V'nafshay. And we know what that means. In group, we call it the NKN level. What's your NKN level with your kip? And that's how we judge how far the medicine is going in. People ask me, Avi, what do you do if your kid steals the car? What do you do if the kid steals your credit card? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? TP doesn't answer your questions. TP says that you're going to have questions. Why don't we heal the kid? It's a treatment method. It's a treatment method, so in a year from now, you're not going to have that question. All of you think back to that call when you called me a year ago, two years ago. And the questions that you had that were answered by boosting the relationship, healing some of the brokenness, raising the self-esteem of the child, which is causing those questions, and those same kids, and I'm looking around the room, and I remember your stories, those same kids who put a knife to Tati's neck, who today, the biggest shameful in the world, wouldn't, wouldn't hurt a fly. The same kids that before coming to me were thrown in the psych wards, jumping out of cars, wanting to die. They're not doing that anymore. And the same kids that were diagnosed by good psychiatrists, not just with anxiety and depression. That's easy. Bipolar. Borderline personality disorder. And look at them four years later, five years later, the Amenu. Gone. Asher mentioned it in his speech. Where's all the, where's all the anxiety and depression and where is it? You're healing it. You parents are healing it. And all those parents out there that are never stuck in the cycle, he stole my credit card, I call, I had to call the police, all of that, and they can't look past it to do the treatment, to take that, that needle and stick it in and make that cashier and give the medicine that you're all doing. 
That's what it's all about. As we all know, you all know the Balaturim, that he says that there's two times that it says the word Kshura in the Torah. The smartest, most wisest man that ever lived. He says, What do you do? The foolishness is stuck, is gebinden, is bound around the heart of my kid. I told him to cut it out. I told him to stop. Or he's addicted. The Iveles is kshura belibai. That's the question today that so many thousands of parents have. Says the Balaturim that there's another time that says the word kshura. V'nafshay kshura benafshay. That's the antidote to the problem. Not call the therapist or call the mentor or call... There's a problem, but you have the antidote, you have the medication inside of you that Hashem gave you. Because there's Iveles that has taken hostage to the heart of the lad, of the nar. That's why that the parents, nefesh, should be kshura, gebinden, bound, beliboy lechanchoi. That's the reason why most of the advice that you all got before you came to me didn't work. Because instead of creating a kesher, it created richuk. And you were told that, oh, if you did this and this, separate from him, punish him, consequences. And what happened to the nafshik shur benafshay? What happened to the NKN level? It went down. And when it goes down, the questions get worse. Because a child cannot go through the nesiyayness of our dar feeling that my parents don't like me. They don't understand love. They don't care that you love them. Like a kid told me, I don't care that my parents are going to cry by my lavaya. I need them to like who I am now. So I won't have a lavaya. And that's what you're doing. The sicker the kid, the more NKN they need, not the less. That's the mistake that the world is making and they don't understand. You give them whatever they want. We give them whatever they want because if we don't, we can't build that NKN level. So I'm going to throw away the medicine. I'm going to take my chemo and spill it out because the stupid kid right now needs something. Give it to him. Because if you give it to him, you can build a relationship and then he won't want it. How many of our parents can testify that those same kids that were stealing just now, I got a call this last week from a family that came a year ago. Before coming to me, you know this story from group. The kid stole everything in the house. He stole all his mother's jewelry. What do you do? You do TP. You spoil him rotten. You give him gifts and presents and build that NKN. All of that is smoke and mirrors to get the medicine in. One year later, the kid wouldn't take a penny. Father gave him his unlimited credit card. Father's a Rebbe in a major yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. No limits. And he says, my son, that same kid who would steal any dollar, spends what he needs. And he's concerned, and he's helpful, and he's kind. And he used to beat up for years as they went from place to place and therapist and rav. He used to beat up on all his siblings, and especially the one right under him. And she told me when I met her in Israel, after I get married, I want to learn TP from you and I want to teach it because I know the power. Because I got my brother back, I got my parents back, but I got my life back. My home became a place 
that I feel safe. So that's what you're doing. You're focusing on the Iker. Build the NKN level deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's the basis of, I think, Rup Shimon's beautiful drasha on Thursday. And everything that we're trying to do is to be mechazek you, that when they do something bad, if you're going to pull away, things are going to get worse. We have to swallow a lot. We have to believe in the kids when they don't believe in themselves. You heard the emotional story that Ashi said about his daughter. But all of you are going to get that letter. Every time that a family, a TP family, made a chasana, I got a call from the parents about that letter. The letter, you all know about it. It's in the book. The letter. Tati, mommy, you believed in me when no one else did and when I certainly didn't believe in myself. How did you do it? They're going to look back. It's a fog. It's a, it, they can't even imagine. I wore that to my brother's bar mitzvah. What was I thinking? They know everything that you want to tell them. And when they're healthy, they're going to feel it and they're going to realize it because you raised great kids. There's no chesaron in your chinuch. They're going through crisis and pain beyond what people could understand. And when you say the magic words, I believe in you, I don't have to understand you. I trust you. I trust you. Those kids don't want to die. Those kids don't want to die. They're going to be careful, more careful. But as a Hashem, you're going to continue to see healthier and healthier kids. And those kids who are healthy in our homes, being treated by us with the medicine that Hashem gave into you parents, those kids want to be like us. And they're going to give you the greatest nachas out of all of your kids. Rabbi Shimon Russell, the last time I asked him to speak was 14 years ago. I had a graduation for three kids, and he drove in from Lakewood to speak for three and a half minutes. Rabbi Shimon Russell is the, the person who gave me the courage by his, just by his existence, by his existence, we didn't have to speak that much. We ended up in the same place from the very moment he got there through his journey and his wisdom. I don't know how the heck I got to where I got to. It just happened. But we ended up in the same place. When I had Home Sweet Home living with the boys, without the agenda, without any training, just with a heart, they taught me. They taught us the sugya. And we saw so many lessons that we learned. And Rabbi Shimon has been out there, mamish, fighting for Klal Yisrael, kid after kid, parent after parent. And I'm going to say the same thing that I said then. Because then he came from Lakewood, he spent about six hours to speak for three minutes, and now he did almost the same amount of time for the amount of hours per travel. When I called him and I said, we need you to come, he said, yes, I'll be there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Flew in from Eretz Yisrael. He didn't know that this is going to look like this. He didn't know the food's going to be good. He didn't know anything. He didn't take a penny from us. He could have charged any amount of money. And I want to introduce him by saying the words I said 14 years ago. The Gemara says, Kedai Reb Shimon, Lismaich Alav B'Shas There is no greater Shas 
than what we're going through now, each family and Klal Yisrael as a whole. It's my pleasure, my honor, my schus to ask of Shimon to say a few words. Thank you. This is Avi Fishoff, and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.